Welcome to the first of what will be 5001 Nights of the Movies with me and my friend. We are doing the Movie Movie Podcast. We have just left the AMC Santa Monica 7 after witnessing, um, what was it, it David was this- Fincher's um, Zodiac Killer. Let me, let me, uh, since we're in a car and we're recording in a car, I, I need to put what my seatbelt on. I need to put my seatbelt on. Here. So, while he's putting the seatbelt on, um, I will just say, uh, for the record, okay. uh, that this is everything we say in this podcast is unedited and on the record, and it's off the cuff and it's from the gut. It's our first movie, movie podcast. That's right, and thanks for all you subscribers. We are going to be reviewing in this episode Zodiac 2007 by David Fincher, director, yep. starring Jake Gyllenhaal, as a, I don't care, and Mark Ruffalo and some other people. A lot of actors in this film, David. A lot of, there was a lot uh, of actors uh, in this film. Everyone, I guess, in L.A. wants to work with uh, Fincher. Yes. After uh, Seven. A lot of weird, a lot of Fight great Club old friends like Anthony Edwards making appearances again in film. He was in the lo- cinema. He was uh, looking quite well. He was I looking really so. good. He was looking. <laughs> if I good. might say so. I don't believe he's aged um, a minute since not, Top Gun. Not since Goose. And uh, so he was a standout. Um, David, okay, well let's let's get to big picture time. Yeah. Um, what is the biggest thing that stood out to you? Uh, man, this sounds very scripted. What is the biggest thing that stood out to you right now? I we we have not talked about it up until now. No. We held our tongue the whole walk back to our cars, and now I had to drop my car off, and we're going to see a friend. But in the meantime, we're gonna we're driving to our friend, and yep. and uh, well, what, just get, get the, the straight answer. The straight straight from the gut, I'd have to say that the uh, case of the Zodiac Killer should be reopened. <laughs> it is, it really had, uh, but then I don't know, I think they might have closed it at the end. They did. They closed it, so. It said in the, in the, the long uh, intertitles at the end there, there were many and that caused groan-inducing groan, intertitles. Uh, especially in the right-hand corner of the AMC7. There were many groans, and, yeah, there were many groans in the theater throughout. It, was, it, had, it had a bit of a groan-worthy running time. Well, for yes, a, and and for I, a ser- for a serial killer movie. That gets to my point. Uh, yeah. D- David Fincher is not making a serial killer film. Yeah. He is he is really just laying open a case uh, on film. He is laying open yeah. a case, warts and all, and 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 he's not really worried about to some extent. Okay, yeah, it's cinematically kind of interesting most of the time. Uh, you know, it hits some beats. Yeah, um, action. You know, it, it, it does what it needs to. But he's not interested. You know, the killings are the killings, which a lot of people I think saw the film for, uh, yeah. were were taken care of very quickly at the beginning of the film because there were only a few in the Zodiac case that are considered canon, I guess. Uh huh. And Five. and they were done violently. I will add that there was one stabbing in that in that movie uh, that yeah, really got to me. The woman rolling over with a, a knife going into her heart. Yeah. Uh, that was tough to watch. Tough to watch. Um, I, I expected was, more though, Dave. I expected, I expected more. more violence. I expected a full-on headshot. I expected to see all the non-canonical killings to be shown. On yes, film, and, and flashback as well. Uh, they didn't do that. So my, macro-wise, the, the film needs a shave. There's a sequence where uh, where Gyllenhaal. And this is just an example, by way of example, why the film needs to shave, um, where Fincher is so dedicated to every little nook and cranny of this case, he follows our main character, Gyllenhaal, towards, uh, as he follows out a lead that doesn't pan out with that one guy who's a film buff. 
Yeah. But we get into this point, and it, it really, the only point of showing that is a scene where he's scared that he's with the real killer in the yeah. basement of the killer's place. Yeah. And and I can't figure out the point of really showing that whole that whole rabbit hole that he goes into. Uh, you I should think, have cut that out. I think That's there has I, to be a... Uh, film should have been cut s- down. I think the, the, the writer went to... Uh, or had Great read, lengths. Went to you know, some screenwriting... Four, th- four, seven, four, with uh, what's that guy's name? Sid Field or something like Sid that. Field. So anyway, he he knows in every scene you have to have conflict and you have to have sort of a hook I suppose. Uh, that will bring you back into the case because yes. um, there is about there's probably about two hundred scenes in this film. Talking. And and not very cinematic, but in each scene you are getting in some way one step closer to the killer. You're not quite sure in what way, but there is uh, in every scene a definite hook, a definite clue, and there's definitely connections to be made uh, in this jigsaw puzzle that Fincher has laid before us. I don't think. The running time bespeaks a director who's not worried about making an actioner or yeah. a or a Silence of the Lambs thriller cat and mouse thing. Yeah, this is somebody who's really trying to make just lay out a full case on film and, yeah. and taking the time to do it and yeah. not worried. I don't think he's. It's the first time. You know, Fincher's really doesn't seem concerned with the, making a very cinematic film. In this, I mean, yeah, it's, it's cinematic it's and it's pretty and it's, hands it's detailed, off. Though there is there is some save a. Ta- shot overhead shot of a taxi. Yeah, some <laughs> some great choice bridge shots and a bridge shot which was not made by ILM. Yes. But uh, but no, it, it was uh, not very cinematic. Um, although although its attention to historical period detail was very cinematic. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they he has clinically mastered seventies props and. Uh, <laughs> In this film, the, it is loaded with '70s props, hairstyles, smoke machine. Uh, smoke. Yeah, and and to his credit, he, there it is not uh, Austin Power. Wait, that's '60s. But uh, what would what would be these '70s? You know, it is not uh, that '70s show '70s. Fincher is a little more subdued. It's in, not for laughs. It's not for laughs. It's Fincher's a bit more subdued. Looks like bullets. And the it's conversation. Definitely, especially, yeah. Well, I mean, David Shire did the soundtrack. David who, Shire, that's right. I don't that's know if right. He came out of retirement, but that I oh, can well, remember, there were some parts where it was like, oh, that's, that's nice. Some There's some nice piano parts or, or some mm-hmm. nice kind mm-hmm. of uh, atonal moments that <laughs> reminded me of, of the conversation, which I do believe Fincher is talking. Or he's trying yeah. to create a dialogue. We yeah. want to get into some criticism, criticism uh, critic yeah. uh, speak. Yeah. But but, uh, um, but overall, yeah, like overall, overall, yeah, you're right. This is it's got all the facts of the case. It's kind of like JFK, in the sense that they needed to cram. That's a good. That's a good comparison. Yeah, they it's needed to. They to needed to cram uh, a lot of information in two and a half hours. Um, to over thirty years of of meticulous research by and they they hop skip and jump over many years after towards after a while. It's sort of like yeah. four years later. But then Gyllenhaal, later. you know, like. Um, like the the garrison, yeah, he doesn't age, but the like the do. the other, well, sort of. Uh, he's twenty five years as a cop, and he looks the same as Ruffalo. Dave Ruffalo. Ruffalo's got some gray. They, they do give him the gray. They gave him some gray. Okay, yeah. 
Um, can you get the mic a little closer? I'm really leaning no, forward. No, no, you're don't lean okay. forward. Okay. I'm, I've got okay. a certain okay. angle. So you've been, you're, you're totally fine. I'm talking too loud. Okay. So Ruffalo. Uh, no wait, Fincher. No. Uh, who else do we have in this? Uh, oh yeah. So in Gyllenhaal reopens the case, uh, much like in JFK, yes. and uh, after we've already gone through the complete investigation by the cops. We now get uh, a Joe Schmo character to reopen the case, which he doesn't have access to. Yes, Hall isn't much of a character for about an hour and a half of the film, and then yeah. he becomes the primary character. Yeah. And I think the that's obsessed. where the casting problems uh, come into play. I do think... The it, obsessed character, yeah. who, of course, has a family subplot, much like the JFK yes. Garrison character. Oh, he will give up his life. He will give up his life. His marriage, his children, his children's his, safety. His children's uh, safety. His personal his, safety. His, his wife's uh, uh, love for a case that he is obsessed with. The Richard Dreyfuss Close Encounters template. Killer. And so, in that sense, we have uh, a new genre of movie. I'm going to catch that fucker. <laughs> Genre. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to uh, catch him. And Genre. he's got the news clippings all around his office. and we'll look into his eyes. And he's he's determined. And so... He's looking for connections. And we follow every... Almost... Oh, it feels like we're following a lot of minute... Of his minutiae... The minutiae of his mind as he's trying... You know, he's thinking about the vernal equinox or something. And how it relates to his Zodiac's killing in 1966. You know, just crazy stuff with his kids that... That did we like this film? I'm just trying to get to this point. Um, did, I I don't know because when it comes to a when it comes to a final thumbs up or thumbs down, I would have to say undecided. <laughs> so in that sense, we are not like your typical Ropert and and his guest filling in for Roger Ebert. We are much more um, okay yeah. open minded. When it comes to our podcast. Are you telling me that or are you telling the audience to get ready? Get ready. You're telling me. Because there's going to be a lot of curveballs. Okay. And, um... Okay, well, David, I'll tell you, uh, since we are talking, we're in the world of gray areas with the Movie Movie Podcast. Yeah. I'm going to to say that I think the filmmaking is... The filmmaking is very, uh, obviously, above standard. It is... uh, You know, Fincher makes a film every six years... He puts his life... You can tell he puts everything he can into it. Yeah. And he puts a lot of thought and everything. And I think, you know, deliberately he makes a film here that isn't uh, flashy like his other films. I mean, there's no C, there's no notable CG, POV, you know, crazy zoom-ins and stuff. Like, there's nothing yeah. really... Well, it doesn't get out of control. He's very in control. And I, I was expecting more with the killing, like I said before. And there was nothing yeah. flashy there. It was no. pretty realistic and... And and people were trying to hurrah at uh, the assholes on the side at uh, the seven seven ten show at the uh, yeah. you know they were hurrahing this stuff and a lot of people Cinema were not I, I think he was he was he was doing a very serious film he was not doing a sensational film about about the Zodiac uh, which uh, a film like Hannibal Rising for instance strikes me that that they're, they're, the, the act of murder is being sensationalized yeah. and uh, all of the Hannibal films after Demi's film yeah Silence of the Lambs. Uh, so, so definitely, I think people. You've got a phone call uh, on our live movie, movie podcast. Yeah, uh, I'm going to keep this in, Dave. Don't answer it. Don't answer it. No, he, I just. Oh, I missed it. Okay. Oh, you missed it. See, because uh, of our show, you care yeah, about yeah, our yeah. listeners. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, listeners. Uh, so, so that is a. How positive do you feel about comparisons to, to Black Dahlia? 
there's no comparison there. Okay, okay. I, I don't. I think Black Dahlia. Uh, I, I would like to see Fincher do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like yeah. to see a, a, a genre. Somebody's calling me. Uh, I guess who? Uh, yeah. I would like to see a genre. Uh, if he's gonna, if he's just gonna do this, because I do think Fincher is possibly wasting his his talent on uh, uh, films uh, that. Are thematically. Uh, I think he's got more cinematic uh, talents. Snooze. Well, the note. I, I'm. I'm. He does the serial killer thing. Yeah. A lot. And um, Seven is his most comparable. Obviously, there are references to Seven in this film. I know. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed some of them, especially the, the library card issue that was put in there. Mm. Um, I. But I feel like I'm straying. I, I think I, I'd like to see him do something else. But when you think of Black Dahlia, I think he would have done. Uh, Black Dolly obviously would have been better. There's no comparison. No. If he had done something like that. He yeah. is, uh, he's in control. He's in, totally in control. He's do, he, everything's he delivered. Knows he, he knows how to cast. I think he even knows that it's long. I think he even, he, he, for some, you know, I trust this director enough. I don't trust many. I trust the director enough to know that my qualm with, you know, a lot of the stuff he could have cut out that I say, he probably was like, he'd probably have an argument for it. He probably have some sort of. And like, you can't say a lot of directors would. Okay. He, he's done his research. And I want you to. I want you to mention something positive. Let's let's talk about acting in this film. He's read it. He's read the. He's read the files. Um, That's a problem. I, I, I think you're 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 obviously. I mean, I hate to change the subject, but you are getting across something. He's read his files and directly read read them to us. <laughs> uh, there there is something. There's two people jumping on a mattress. They're having, they look like they're having fun. Uh, I, I, yeah, there there is something about this film that doesn't pop, right? Yeah, it it lacks the. Um, you felt its length. You were you you, you you I mentioned that you looked at your watch and was it a bad look at the watch? Well, it was more of like we we have to meet somebody. Oh yeah. Uh, but regardless, um, yeah, I felt I felt the length. Give me something positive. What do you think of the actors in this film? Um, I um. Oh God, I'm running dry here, man. We might just have to call quits. You don't. You don't. What are you? You you lost or something? See, this is about. Uh, I've cards. gone too far. He's gone too far, and he can't think about his podcast, his own podcast. No, 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 no. That's not it. Um, draw. You don't have anything to say about this film. No, I've 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 said a lot. And oh, darn it, man! We are way too far. And um, <laughs> so we are lost in West Hollywood right now. We are going. We are heading back to Santa Monica. Here. Uh, <laughs> Did we just go by Cedar Sinai? And you got the heat way too. Way okay, too high sorry about that. Car. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't that's, know if, if the heat is like. That's the thing with cars now. You turn it off, and it's not off. It stays. I don't know okay, if the heat's heating the car. If I'm nervous about how how our review is going. But I, whoa, my microphone. Well, the thing is, it's the first film of 2007. Yeah. And we've got a lot more to go. And I don't want to blow it all in one review. So. Well, you're obviously not excited by by Zodiac. <laughs> or, so, or you're having a hard, you're trying to divide your mind between driving. This is, yeah. This is the, the, the occupational hazard of the, of the show. Yeah. And this is going to be an ongoing uh, theme you gotta know where you're going. There's a car there. And uh, okay, is that Cedar Sinai? But oh, I AMC. This is this is the Culver. Oh, this is the movie theater. Culver. 
But but I I, I I wanted to talk about the actors because I Elias Codius was yes, in it. I thought Elias Codius was really good. Yeah. I thought the dude from Dallas Steve was fine. Yeah. I he was thought fine. obviously Anthony Edwards was fine. Yeah. Uh, Ruffalo did not strike me as bad. Uh, no. I, I he looked seventies for one thing. Yeah. Uh, I did not mind uh, even Chloe Savini in a small role uh, as as uh, Jillian yeah, Hall's pretty, wife. Yeah. Uh, the dude from Fargo as the the prime suspect in the Zodiac case. Uh, I thought he walked on and he was fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought that whole scene with the POV shots, the yep. front-on POV shots of them talking. There's a lot of those shots in the in the film. Yeah, I loved those. Mm-hmm. I thought there was good direct. You know, he, he, it's talking heads, but he's directing the hell out of talking heads. Yeah, I mean, uh, the really the, the villain of the piece is Jay Gyllenhaal, who takes everything on his shoulders at, yep. the, at the film, and and he he comes across every in a film where most of these guys are playing their uh, their era well. Yes, I think he comes across as uh, a little too contemporary. A little bit, uh, and a little too young for uh, for his film, uh, for, for his character. Yeah, um, I would have liked somebody just with a little bit more groundedness, a little bit more of an anchor um, mm-hmm. in this film. Brad you Pitt. need to answer that phone. No, no, no. no huh. I'm not talking about a good-looking guy like that. Either. Okay. You know. Um, yeah, I would have liked less good-looking people, maybe. Well, I don't think Ruffalo was bad. But honestly, I do not think. I know no. you're you're thinking of Ruffalo or something, but I, I do yeah. not think Ruffalo. Uh, this is the cop. This cop is legendary. He is legendary. And they, they How about they the cartoonist? It. Is the cartoonist legendary? I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> oh, do you think Did Robert you... Downey Jr.? Oh, I forgot about Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr., yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is playing the kind of quirky character he plays in a lot of yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. You might have seen him as that role in The Scattered Darkly yeah, he's... and any film he's done in. The but, I, you know, he's got fun rhythms, but nobody talks to him in real life. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, he's kind of fun, but, yeah. Uh, How about uh, what's that big guy who played Hannibal Lecter? Uh, he was in it. Uh, oh, oh, Brian Cox yeah. was, was in it uh, as a psychiatrist. Kind of a all, role, he, yeah. he was playing a kind of a Marlon Brando kind of look. Yeah, uh, his hair in that film. Um, you know, uh, just a lot of different characters. Um, the one that's the one that was the best for me. Uh, oh, geez, I'm trying to think of one. I thought the guy from Fargo, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think the guy from Fargo that plays his prime suspect. killer? Uh, Arthur Lee. Arthur Lee something or other. Oh. Their primary guy. Um, yeah. He was, he was uh, and I believe, I don't know, but in, in the darkness of the Zodiac killer uh, scenes where he was killing people or drove that girl around for a few hours, I believe it was the same actor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to... Their, body their type was definitely Body the type same. was the same. Voice, probably the same. Yeah. Um, so... I don't have much else to say. This is Fincher's uh, seventh this film. This is Fincher's of... Zodiac Killer. No, it's uh, he made Alien Three. More then he made Seven. Seven. Fight oh, Club. The game. The game. Don't forget the game in there. Fight Club. Fight Club. Panic Room. So this is his sixth film. Zodiac. Sixth film after making a ton of kick-ass Madonna music videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's still a director to watch, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, still. One of the most uh, thoughtful directors, uh, and he and he doesn't he doesn't pull back. He's not dumb. No. Uh, we did watch this primarily for him. I will yep. not lie. That is why we watched this. Um, Seth wants to see Three Hundred next week. Um, I don't know if we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see we're gonna see we're gonna see what we're gonna see. But uh, for right now, uh, our capsule my capsule is uh, uh, that Zodiac is not. I don't think the trailers are really pushing it as a thriller. So, 
But I will tell you right now, expect to feel the length, expect to watch procedural, total procedural. Yes. A lot of people talking about the case, the ins and outs. Expect JFK. This is very serious. Yes. And I don't know if Zodiac really warrants it. I think JFK yeah. warrants that much seriousness and that type of just yeah. diagramming. I mean, we're watching diagrams. Yeah, we're, we're talking watching, about the killing we're of the flow charts. We're watching a film of yeah. flow charts with with different cross, you know, connections and yeah. and uh, ideas and all things. We're, we really are doing what a cop does in this film. Yeah, the evidence is laid out in front of us, and I don't know if that makes for an exciting. Uh, I don't know if it's fun to watch a serial killer film. You you you've been trying to peg this on me. What? And, and that I wanted to just watch killer killers or something. Yeah. I was not those guys in the in the in the film in, that were watching with us. I I'm not one of those people. No. But you you're interested in serial killers. I there is a psychological interest, I guess. Yeah. But I think one of the best serial killer films of all time is Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. No. And uh, Jeremy and Psycho, Jeremy Davies, and, and I think the psych, and Psycho, and I also like a movie where the killer gets caught at the end. Uh, I think there is a defeated pleasure, uh, yeah. that we knew was we coming. We knew going into and, it, and the length works against a known ending. We know that ending is 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 coming. That they're not gonna get the guy, and that these all all these things are really not gonna pan out. Yeah. Uh, and I think Fincher would counter with an argument. Well, I'm just laying out the case. I'm showing you what what real life is like with these cops yeah. and how frustrating it is. And honestly, what it is about it's not about catching the guy. It's what this not catching the guy does to this just yelling at character. That is the point of the film. Yes. Uh, and I don't think a point is well made with Hall's performance. No. Uh, point blank, Hall's performance is not something to write home about, and it's something that really. Probably he needs to be playing a game. I, 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 well, his character is written as a character we've seen before. Yeah. And it's not believable that he would give up his life like that to me. No. This uh, is not the murder of JFK. I, I, would never, of... I would never get that obsessed over something, you know. No. I don't, I don't see somebody getting obsessed over their career like this. I mean, only yeah. in the movies do people... Yeah. <laughs> but in real life, you know, maybe that's what happened. He wrote the book. But, you know, there's a lot of other reasons. There's four years of life there that happened in between the Zodiac letters... Uh, where, you know, Gyllenhaal's probably an asshole to his wife for other reasons than the yeah. Zodiac. You, under, you understand? Mm-hmm. And um, and we just have to, we have to, you know, the blame the on that blame. marriage is Zodiac, okay? Yeah. And, I, and I don't mean to pick on this, but this is the, this is the arc of the film. This is the arc of the character. This is, the, this is a major part, aspect of the film, that the Zodiac destroys lives. Yes. But, and Ruffalo, uh, Ruffalo somehow, is, you know, he's a cop, he's hardened. He's made it through that shit, you know, it's over. And he, he comes out all right, but man, a, 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 a young cartoonist with talent, or, or no talent, if, if you look at the <laughs> beginning of the film. I'm not saying his art was bad. I'm just saying nobody seemed to, there was no reason for him to be cartoonist. They didn't seem to like him. They thought he was a retard, yeah. They called him a retard, and yeah. I mean, you know, and he played like Boy Scout. And I think the, uh, the one of the, the, the sheer pleasures, uh, I'm, I'm just going to continue to talk until we find our... Um, One of the sheer pleasures. You can end it. I will in a minute. One of the sheer pleasures of this of this movie. Yes. At the end of the day, is if you have ever wanted to live in the seventies or or know what it was like if you're if you're the son or daughter of baby boomers. Yeah. To what it was like when your parents were in their thirties or something. Yeah. And day to day life was like, and and if you want to be reminded of your early childhood, you know, with the with the old the the old uh, cigarette uh, pong dispensers and pong. 
and and the pong and and even little things like the coke signs and the yep. cars if you remember those things uh this film is sort of a pleasure to watch and yep. and for all you tech heads i'm sure you're all going to mention that it was shot on a viper viper i forgot about and, that and that it was cut on final cut pro quite in- uh, inconsequential because i think it was well lit enough that i didn't really even recognize the video and didn't no it looks very good yeah. it looked very good so um, and uh, it went, and it didn't draw attention to itself either the the film the it did look old uh, but yeah. the, the, the 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 picture quality didn't look too bad so, so I'm feeling the uh, the urge to to end it. David is giving me uh, in no uncertain terms. I'm, I'm we're almost there. He's very he's very nervous about the two phone calls that we've got during this car ride. Yes, and um, it's probably a phone call. You know what you're worried about. I'm sure you're worried that that uh, our friend is calling to call off the docks. That's what you're worried yeah. about. Like it's over, you know. Yeah. And we're gonna go there, and we're gonna end up, you know, because of a podcast, we're gonna go in there, and nobody's gonna be there. That's what he's worried about. So I'm gonna end this podcast. This is movie movie. I'm not gonna give any episode numbers ever. It's Jason, movie movie. What's up, man? Zodiac. And I think we're still okay. We are we're, trying we're, to find it. We're on, all right. uh, let's see.